Good Monday morning, listeners. It is Jesse Roy and Adrian Swanson. Happy Monday with Mind Shit to Millions. And today I'm really excited because we have a guest. Shoshana Huber is here with us. So Shoshana, will you introduce yourself? Sure. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Shoshana Huber and I help people reduce the chemicals in their homes while keeping it smelling great with Norwex and Scentsy. That's awesome. So, um, how have like with both businesses, I'm sure there's a lot going on for you. So what are you, some of your big, um, goals this year? Um, I would like to sell 10,000 in Sensi this year in one year. That would, that's really something I would like to accomplish. Um, I would like to promote up one more level, another level. Um, I, I had a team of three and now I have a team of two and only one does something. Um, and I love my Norwex products and I probably should promote them more than I do. Um, but I started Sensi first and I think that's just what I'm more comfortable with. So that's probably what I focus more on, um, when I'm doing things, but I still have customers on both, um, for both products. I do not have a team on um, the Norwex side. Um, I do have a prospect for Sensi that I want to flip. She is an amazing customer and she does a party every time there's a new catalog and I don't have to host coach her. Like she's amazing. So I've dropped the seed and she's not ready. And so I just, she's on my, um, I have an opportunity Facebook page that talks about Sensi and the opportunity. And if we have a special or whatever, I always post it there. So she's on there. So she's, she's watching. So I'm just waiting for her to be ready because I don't want to push. Perfect. I love it. And that is probably the best choice for you is to not push or not pull, because I think a lot of us have discovered that, you know, if we do the pushing and pulling with the consultants that we want to have on our team, those are the ones who end up not producing anything. Right. Right. So it's best if it's their idea to join your team, because then those are going to be the ones that are most motivated and are going to be the biggest producers for their team. So if anyone out there has the desire to like, they're like, oh my gosh, I know this one person would be so amazing for this business. And you have that desire to just like really, you know, remind them of the opportunity and be like, come on, just sign up. It's going to be great. Um, don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just don't. What do you find is the biggest challenge in your business right now, either the Sensi or the Norwex? For Sensi, I press, sometimes I feel that it's oversaturated. Um, just because it's been around so long, there's tons of consultants. Um, and right now I don't have a lot of people that do want to host parties. I have customers that buy regularly. Um, but you know, I'll have a thousand dollar a month at random because I have a friend in Seattle who will spend $700 in one month. And then I don't, you know, but then again, she doesn't buy again for months. Um, so being, that's not something that's repeatable for me. Um, so just really trying to continue to grow my customer base, um, and not wanting to be spammy. Um, and you know, Oh, help me reach this goal. I try really hard to stay away from that. Um, even though I see it, like directors on above me, it works. That's what they do. And I'm just like, it's cringy to me. 
It's just cringy because I want to help people and I want to offer a service and help them with a solution, either getting some of the chemicals out of their house or just, you know, we have two cats and a dog and you can't smell it because of what I use. And that's, you know, I don't want to have two cats and a dog if you walk in my house and smell that. Um, so I want to be able to help people and not be like, oh, help me do this. Help me do that. So um, and I will be honest, I hate asking people to host parties. So that's something I have to get out of my own way with. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know this, but I hate it because I don't, again, I don't want to be spammy or pushy. And sometimes I feel if they haven't said anything, I feel like if I'm asking, then I kind of feel like I'm pushing my products on them. So I was loving what you were saying that, you know, you want to help people. So it is good that you stick to being you and genuine you, because I'm the same way. I, I like to make it about them. So with hosting, have you ever thought of it from the term of helping them? Like they love your product and they could get free product. So when you're asking, instead of it being about you, right. could you go with what you want from the business, which is helping other people? Like, could that make it a, like approaching it differently? How would that feel? I think it would make me feel better making the ask because then it's not about, Hey, do me a favor and host this party. I mean, my best friends, I have no problem saying that too, but that's just because they're my best friends. So, but yeah, I mean, definitely I think some of those, because like I said, my one friend, she'll randomly drop $700 and doesn't ask for a party link, doesn't do anything. And I'm like, oh my God, like at least if you don't want the rewards, let me still set up a link for you because I just, you know, I could pass that along to other customers. And so I think it's definitely would feel better if I could do it that way. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something I could try because I just don't want it to come off as help me, you know, buy my product and help me. <laughs> right. And if you go into that converse, you know, go into that conversation with that is the story in your head mm -hmm. and your body feels cringy, that energy gets portrayed to the person that you're asking and they more than likely will say no to you because they feel that cringiness. They feel that story in your head that I don't want to push my products. I don't want to bother people. I don't want to ask people to help me. So you're not saying those words out loud, right? but that energy is getting portrayed to people and they might not know exactly what it is other than they're like, something's just not right here. <laughs> Fair so enough best thing for you to do is just stop with that narrative in your head. Just completely drop anything that I'm pushy, I'm cringy, I'm salesy. Like don't ever have that be a concern for you ever again. Because as long as you keep bringing that right. up and keep running that story in the background, that's what's driving your business results. Right. It's not the actual words that are coming out of your mouth. Right. It's that Fair story enough. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> even though we're trying to hide it, even though we're just like, you know, hoping that people don't know that I'm, you know, that I really want to you know, have them host parties and, you know, I want to be successful. That's, that's what's driving the results. Sure. And your business. So the best thing for you to do before you even have a sales conversation is just to clean all that up. And by cleaning that up, like write down the story that's going on in your head at that moment 
and ask yourself, is that story going to help you get the result that you want? Right. That makes sense. And I laugh because one thing I've always told people, I'm like the people who are worried about being salesy and pushy will probably never be salesy and pushy. <laughs> the ones that probably are the ones who don't even think about it and don't care about it. So I try to like when they're telling that story, like the fact that you're even worried about it shows that you care about your customer and that you are not being salesy and pushy because you truly want what's best for them. Like you're trying to help them. It just needs, like Jesse said, it just needs to be your narrative in your head instead of thinking you're salesy or pushy, that you're just there to help them. And they have the opportunity to say yes or no to that help, right? Like, do you want free products? They have the opportunity to say no, and it's not personal. Right. It's just, they don't need that right now. Um, and so like, if like, is, is there a story you think you could tell yourself that would feel more comfortable? Definitely. I think, especially for my repeat people who do buy, it's offering them and making them realize that they're missing out on, you know, you could be saving money, you know, cause you do buy all the time. So let me help you save money while you're doing it. If you're going to, you know, continue to buy regularly. Um, so I think that's definitely a way that I could shift it in my head. So, um, the idea of helping your clients save money is a nice thought, right? That sounds good. Mm -hmm. How does your body feel when you say that to yourself though? It doesn't feel as cringy as, Hey, help me, help me sell <laughs> 10 of this item. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And that's what we want. We just want a little bit of that release of that cringiness. So if that, let me help you save money works, then definitely go with that. And then your sales conversations won't be as cringy. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it's just a good idea to, you know, to like build on that, find another flavor of let me help you save money that helps you feel even better. Because what you want to look for is a feeling of openness and not closed in because my guess is, you know, when you're having the conversations of, um, you know, feeling cringy and, mm -hmm. and salesy, your body kind of like coils in on itself. Does that sound like that's yes. yeah. a possibility? Yeah. So you can recognize that in your body when that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just energy. That's just how the cringiness is showing up in your body and it's totally fine. <laughs> and that's all just coming from our brain. Right. And so to flip that switch, you just have to change that story in your head that allows the body to be open and warm and giving. And I'm sure that you have that sense of feeling towards your clients. Like you're just like have love yes. and, um, you know, a desire, that desire to help. Yeah. So if, if when you're having, so like when you're thinking about your customers mm -hmm. and not worrying about sales conversations, how does that feel in your body? That feels fine. I mean, because usually it's it's grateful because I'm grateful that they are supporting my business and I'm grateful that they continue to come to me because there are other options out there. Right. You know, they don't have to get the product from me. They could get it from somebody else. They could get it, you know, from eBay. Not that I ever want anybody to go there, but it happens, right? People go on there all the time and 
<laughs> either jack up the price or sell it really low. Um, so I appreciate, especially because I had a customer actually that saw it on Amazon once or something. And she was like, Hey, have, you know, or is this allowed? And I was like, no, actually people aren't supposed to do that. You know, they can get in trouble. Thanks for calling it out and thanks for not buying it. Um, so really just grateful for them supporting my business. Cause I know that they have other options. Yeah. So you're grateful for them and your clients that support you. Do you think that they can be grateful for you? I hope so. Yeah, that opposite can also be true. And how would it feel to serve clients that are grateful for you? Well, that would feel even better. Yeah. And just so you know that that is a truth right now. But you have to accept and believe that truth. Right. For yourself and even sometimes like writing down those things that are happening um like that customer contacting you it it can like jesse said open your mind to all the gratitude that really like she said is the other way as well right like she obviously cares about you enough and is right. thankful to have you because she reached out to you right um and when those people place the orders and you know, when, um, your customers are contacting you or commenting on stuff, um, that is all them being grateful. You're, you're there. So sometimes even just writing that down before you're going to have those calls, like if you're still struggling to get in the mentality of that open gratitude, like to actually stop and think for a minute in the last 24 hours or week or whatever, what some customers have said or done, that you're grateful for because they're also grateful for you if they're reaching out or purchasing, even purchasing from you. Right. They're thankful right. you're there, right? Yep. No, that makes sense. Like, have you ever journaled like that? Is that something you do or not do? Jesse and I know talk about it sometimes. <laughs> um, I don't anymore. When I used to, it was because I couldn't sleep and I would have racing thoughts. So I would get up and like start writing it all down just to try and shut my brain off. So I could go to sleep. Um, now I have racing random thoughts, but it's not even worth writing down. <laughs> Cause it's just the stupidest random stuff. Um, but it's, it's something that has been on my list that I do want to do. Um, mainly just even just from a place of gratitude, because I am so grateful for how far my life has come and where I'm at in my life. Um, the people I have around me now. Um, so it is something that I want to get in the practice of doing. I just have not. Is there a, is there like a reason or is there something that you feel when you go to do it? That's kind of holding you back from it. Or? I'm on a journey working through my trauma with EMDR and that's exhausting. So I am I'm slowing down because I don't ever do that. I take on everything all at once and try and keep all the balls rolling all of this air in the air, however you want to say it. And this year I'm trying to not do that. So I'm trying to really focus on this is something I need to fix. And I know once I, it's, it's only going to help me be more successful. So I'm not putting my business aside. I'm not, but I'm just trying not to do all the things all at the same time because I don't know that it's ever served me. 
I've done everything. I've been successful. I've had people be like, oh, I don't know how you, you know, how did you do it? Oh, well, I was on autopilot. That's how I did it. I was on autopilot. I was just doing the things, but there wasn't really living or enjoyment. It was checking off lists and doing the things. So not that journaling can't fit in because <laughs> it can, because it's not like something that's hard, but you, like my fiance, he asked me last night because I went to counseling and I'm like, and he's like, so do we need to talk? I'm like, this has nothing to do with you. I said, this has to do with me. I said, and absolutely no, I don't want to talk about it because I've already just dealt with it and it's exhausting and there were tears and all the things. So I don't need her. And he was like, okay, fine with that answer. Um, so I definitely, it's definitely something I, I can try and incorporate and it would probably help. Um, I'm just trying to not take on a ton more than I have to right now either. Well, congratulations and bravo for you for addressing your trauma. And I absolutely love EMDR. I've used that for my boys. Um, for those of you that don't know, our house burned down last year and the boys suffered more trauma than we realized sure. from that. So um, love, love EMDR and it has helped them tremendously. So hats off to you for realizing that, you know, it's important to address your trauma because you are probably, you know, having trauma responses right. daily. And until you resolve that, those trauma responses will always be there. And it's okay to put your business aside. Like your business will be there mm -hmm. after you have healed. Yeah. So I'm still doing it, but just trying to focus on what really needs to be focused on too. Like December, I didn't do anything, but I do that every year because December is my time with my family. I'm not mm -hmm. going to, that December paycheck I've already got for my November sales. So anything I do in December is going to affect January. I don't care. So mm -hmm. if P I still share those things and I will, and if people reach out to me, I'll still help them and take the orders. And if somebody really wanted to do a party, I would, but I take December to be with my family whether it's making cookies or just watching Christmas movies over and over again. Um, it's just something when I started my business that I didn't, my first year I was doing all the vendor events and all the things and driving myself crazy. And I was like, I'm literally just running myself ragged. And why, why am I doing this? Because it wasn't even bringing me joy. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say something I continue to look at is do I, how many repeat customers have I ever got from vendor events? for the amount of money I spend and then, you know, get the things. So I have stuff to sell. And I was like, okay, well, if I at least make the money I spent on the event back, which I've done that almost every single time, but for all the events I've done, I have maybe five repeat customers. So then it's like, okay, is this worth taking time away from my family? Because I didn't start doing these businesses to do that. Um, so that's just something I, I will still probably do them. I'm not going to say I'm never going to do them because it is still a way to meet people, but is it really where I need to put all my, you know, my main focus? I don't think so for me. Well, and like you said, you need to be doing the things that are bringing you joy because then like Jesse said, that will bring your openness, right? Like right. you're happy, you're grateful. If you're doing things that don't bring you joy or are taking away from the thing you like, if you started your business to have more time with your family, if it's now taking away, right, you're going to have that closed off maybe bother cringy feeling because you don't really, that's not where your head is anyway. 
So I love that you're doing the work and really analyzing what you enjoy about your business and why you enjoy your business, because that's a hard thing for people to realize everybody can do their business their own way. Right. Definitely. And I mean, if I know that I'm going to get to go hang out with a friend at a vendor event all day, then I mean, that's fine. Right. Because even if sales aren't awesome, I just got to spend the day with a friend and we got to hang out and which is hard to find time to do that. So it's a, that makes it a perfect excuse, but I've just been to some, and you know, it was my first year. And so I really didn't know. So I was just trying to do everything. And it was like an older lady craft fair. (laughs) I'm like, what am I doing here? I don't fit in. They don't care about my product. Um, you know, they wanted handmade doilies and things and that was fine. It just, I should have, you know, probably done a little more investigating before I paid for that one (laughs) because it wasn't really, you know, they accepted everybody, but I mean, there was, I think all the direct sales people were all kind of like in a line and it was pretty slow for all of us that day. So. Well, that's okay too, because that's the things that we all just find out in the beginning of our business, right? We find out what works and maybe what doesn't work so well. (laughs) So check, you got that figured out. Um, one thing I do want to, um, come back to that you said kind of at the beginning is that, um, you felt like your, one of your largest struggles is that the Cincy market is oversaturated and I'm sure that, you know, pretty much everyone in every sales, um, company out there, not everyone feels that same way, but that, that is a common thread among a lot of direct sales consultants. So, um, believing that the market is oversaturated, that is an optional thought. Right. Not serving me. I get that. Correct. Correct. Because as long as you believe that thought, then you think that there's no room for you and your business to grow. My big uh, statement that I've always said to people is until you walk in the Walmart by your house and know every single person buys Sensi from you, you have a market. <laughs> so that's been right. my way of when, when you feel like, oh, wait, there's other people in the area. When you think of how many people go in and out of your local grocery store, Walmart, whatever, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. Um, when you think of the number of people that do that, like, there are so many people, even if you just thought of your neighborhood, how many people in just your neighborhood know about your business or what you're doing. So sometimes like opening your eyes that way, it's easy to see the consultants in the area, but the number of people that are there too. So that's how I always try to like shift, you know, my mindset or anyone else who's worried about that. There's so many people in this world and like you're a national company. So you've got California and, and right, New York right. all the way in between, <laughs> right? Like, right. so your customers can be anywhere and everywhere. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, there's, it's still, I mean, it amazes me when people haven't heard it. And I still have those conversations where people are like, oh, what is that? And I'm like, oh, you know, which is mind boggling. Cause I feel like it is everywhere and it's been around for so long. Um, Norwex I get, cause it's not as predominant in the US um, and it's not new, but it's just not as big, I guess, still. Um, but yeah, when somebody's like, oh, what is that? That always 
that shocks me too. Cause I'm like, how do you not know? <laughs> like what? Which is a fun conversation. Cause then I get to explain it, but um, I have to focus more on that. Cause I, I mean, honestly, like if I see, if I'm on Facebook and I see somebody like, and they could be a consultant, they could just be a customer from somebody and they're like on Facebook marketplace selling sensory stuff. I'm like, people don't want it anymore. Like that's mm. a, literally when I see that, like I, that's, and I'm like, okay, that's retarded. Maybe, you know, who knows they're changing their decor, right? Like I have warmers. I don't want anymore because I'm just not going to use them anymore. Right. So I know it can be all those things, but my initial is, ah, people don't like sensing anymore. Yeah. That's my initial reactions when I see it. And I have, I try and push it out and not think about it. Um, and then it's funny because I see some consultants and I don't know them. Just, I see them doing all the things that I did in the beginning and it just kind of makes me giggle. So I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> I'm like, you can post it on everybody's sell trade side you want and it is not going to work. Um, but, you know, I think we, we all have to learn too, right? And I mean, that's how I learned. I, you know, just tried to throw it out there and see what stuck. Um, so, yeah. So there's, a, there's another um, very dreadful thought. No one wants it anymore. Right. Let's throw that one away too. Because <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel when you think that thought? Oh, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, cause I love it and I know not everybody does, right? Not everybody, like mm -hmm. some people get headaches real easy. So they can't have it. Like I get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it makes me sad. I'm like, oh, what am I doing when I see that? And when I allow it to make me feel that way. Yeah. And, and oh, go ahead. I was going to say it, it's probably along the lines of defeated. Does it make you feel defeated? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And then what do you do when you feel defeated thinking that no one wants Sensi anymore? It probably don't work my business that day. Oh. So it was like, eh. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, For when sure. I heard you say you push it out, like sometimes I find to let it sit for just a mm -hmm. second. And then really think about it because like a lot of times we just want to push it out. So instead of feeling that moment of you know, wait a minute, like people don't want this. Um, if you feel it for a second, but then like just your two thoughts before this was there are people who still don't even know what Sensi is. Right. So can you, when that thought comes in, recognize it, don't ignore it because that's usually when it, like, like Jesse said, you're going to go down that path of forget it. I'm just not going to work today, right. but see it, acknowledge it and then say, well, but I just met that girl yesterday who's never even heard of it. So how can people already not want it if they don't even know it's there? Right. Right. And, and that makes sense. And just being able to maybe help your mind see the other story. So like Jesse said, you have these stories in your head that, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're a bother or you're pushy or that it, nobody wants it, or it's oversaturated. Like these are the stories that are in your head. And uh, Jesse explained it to me, and I love this, is like the groove, right? Like it keeps mm -hmm. running back and forth, the story, and her groove keeps getting deeper. So if you can recognize it and start thinking those other thoughts, the groove will then jump the track and start a new one that like, hey, there are people out there who haven't even heard of it. Like, right. or there are people out there who need me to help them. Like, 
those other thoughts that you've been telling us, like, I love it when people haven't heard of it. Um, I love helping my customers. I just want them to know that I'm here to help them, right? All these things that you're saying, those are the stories that need to be running in your head because that's what makes you happy. And that's right. what makes you love your business. No, I agree with all that. And I honest, I mean, honestly think and I believe that working through some of the, my crap with EMDR will just continue to help that. Because I, I, I did make a huge mind shift years ago when I was still a single mom with three kids. And I would literally just, I was, you know, newly divorced. My mom died, just all the things. And I, I was just probably defeated and felt stuck in life and just really had to, whenever a negative thought popped in my head, like see it and then replace it with a positive one, even if I didn't believe it. Right. I had to, and it was, and it helped me and it helped me grow. Obviously I still have work to do in that. Um, but we all do girl. <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, making those conscious efforts of, okay, I'm thinking this, I'm feeling this, this isn't true. So now I need to replace it with a positive thought, even if I don't believe it yet. So I really did a lot of work around that, um, years ago and I'm not perfect at it, but definitely, um, something I try and do to just, even if it's, you know, something stupid, I'm like, Oh my God, look at what that person's wearing. It's like, that's not nice. God bless you. You know, like, I mean, because I mean, really, and not that I said it out loud to them anyway, but it's like, who cares what they're wearing? It's not affecting, you know, you wouldn't wear it, but just, you know, God bless you and going about my day just to get that out. Um, cause you know, sometimes those thoughts pop in my head. Yeah. What's we have like 30,000 thoughts a day <laughs> <laughs> and some of them take hold and some of them we can just send on their way. So my suggestion for you and going from this $10,000, um, you know, sales in your Cincy business this year mm -hmm. is just to continue to increase that awareness and when those negative thoughts take hold, so the market is saturated, people right. don't want this anymore, just become aware. Mm -hmm. And I know you don't really want to journal, but that will help with sure. this awareness. Um, because as long as you can kick those thoughts to the side, not let them sink in, not allow the feelings of defeated and um, cringiness take hold, then that $10,000 will just seem to flow to you right. magically. You'll be like, I just can't help stop selling this stuff. It's just <laughs> flying off the shelves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that $10,000 will be made in six months versus 12. Right. And that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in you and know you can do this wholeheartedly because you have done work already on yourself and recognizing, you know, replacing yeah. what you need to just really start becoming aware, like in your business, when those thoughts are, are taking hold and, and driving the outcomes for you. Awesome. I can do that. Well, good. We look forward to hearing from you on our community. Keep us posted on how it goes as you're changing those thoughts and we're all here to support you. Um, thank you so much for coming on Shoshana. Thank you for having me today, ladies. Drive to change your mind shit to millions. We'll see you next week. <laughs>